When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we just walked into the convention center. Oh my gosh, I'm kind of overwhelmed already. I know, it's a lot. It's a it's, lot to take in. Um, Deep breaths. <laughs> what are you seeing? Um, I, well, I already saw the Funko Pop. Um, oh yeah, that's a good one. So, thing. that's cute. Definitely. I'm going to have to stop by there. Heck yeah. Hopefully they don't take all my money. <laughs> um, and... Oh my gosh, Joan Jett and the book. Uh, okay, I'll okay. yeah. <laughs> two more days. <laughs> Comic um, books galore. Yes. You seen any costumes you recognize? I saw the Zeldas. Or I saw the Zelda guys. Yeah, the, they, there was like a, a regular, link. yeah, regular and, link, and then Breath of the Wild link. That's right. I have the chicken fettuccine option. Um, can I do it without mushrooms? I'm, and can I'm I get sorry, one uh, meatball on the side as well? What, what's the fettuccine called? The, the, the breast of chicken fettuccine. <laughs> I just had to get that on. All right, so this is day two, and uh, Marie finally actually got to go into the actual convention Sorry, and guys. look around. Tell us, what happened? How was it? Well, can I tell you, it's even funnier is because we weren't in there more than five minutes before I bought this. No <laughs> this way! Is, we were inside, yeah. and I walked up, I saw this beautiful... Uh, poster and for people who are listening, it's uh, Hobbiton, um, the Shire. Kind of, it's like a travel poster. travel poster for the Shire, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. The um, what do you call it? Artist. The artist was there signing, and I got to tell them a little bit about my dad. So of course, I'm like, my dad loved this and this, and it was really sweet and cool, like to connect with them and. Yeah, they were, they were really excited to, like, sign it, too, because I was like, this is, you know, everything about it has, like, reminded me of my my dad. He would have been, this would have been his heaven. Like, it, this is probably what he's doing right now. If there's a heaven, it's it looks like Kong Han for my dad. And then with the, with the orchestra band, you know. Yes, of course, of course, of course. This is so freaking awesome. And this is honestly one of the things that Mark and I truly love about Comic-Con is that, like, it, no one is like judgmental of any part of who you are as a nerd. Yep. They're just like celebratory in just the right way. Yep. I can cut this next part out if you don't know, but do you know the name of the artist? Beverly Arch. Arce. A-R-C-E. I'm not saying it, sure if I'm saying it right. Beverly Arce or Archie. Okay. A-R-C-E. Beverly A-R-C-E is the spelling. Okay. So uh, guys, if you're listening, check out that artist. And, and give them some love, because that's what this is all about. Why did I stop recording for? This is ridiculous. Okay, so Marie is showing us some more art right now. Um, tell us about this art. It's, uh, it's called, well, his company's called Dope, D-O-P-E. Um, doing something, 
it's, it's something about black people. <laughs> but it's a really cool. We can always record that part. Yeah, an acronym. Um, but it's a black comic artist, and like the, he gave us some of his portraits or posters. These are gorgeous. and they're gorgeous. Um, so I'll ha we'll have to get the name because he's got a Kickstarter, and I would love to support you know um, a black owned or a black comic artist. Uh, Absolutely. But do more. Do you have more in there? Um, what, oh, I have the I have the Fortnite shirt that I got. Um, we. And, and remind us, what does it say? It says "No Sweat Summer," <laughs> and I was telling them how I was like, how you're always like. Those are, they're all sweats. They're all sweats. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just my graphics are so bad. I don't realize that they actually have something that's like not the basic skin. <laughs> so I always call them a sweat, well, but they're not. It feels like they're all sweats when they're beating you down. So hard. <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll share more in just a bit. Okay, so we're still here in line. We're hanging out for... Um, a certain activation that I probably should not mention for reasons of strike, but it's going to be exciting uh, and nerdy. So that narrows it down. Uh, but Marie was just telling me about another thing that she saw. Yeah, well, I, you see these people walking around with these large Funko Pop bags and all this cool gear, and I, I'm trying to find it, but the guy was saying that, you know, it's hard to get in if you don't do the reservations ahead of time, which honestly, for a first timer at Comic-Con, you, you know, you don't know a lot of this stuff. You would never, so you're thinking you're gonna go see all this stuff. This is, this is only like the second time I have been out here with a pass of my own to actually experience all the things and like potentially get into things. And it is so hard for me to comprehend how to digest all the information that's being flooded at you, not just here in the moment, but also in the like magazines and all the information that they send you it's really hard to narrow down what it is that you actually want to do yeah yeah um well like i was looking for the bob's burgers thing the bob's burgers thing, burgers thing is not even in the magazine because i think it's because it's outside yeah so i was like because that, that's why it came <laughs> like that's what i've been thinking about for months we tried to go through the actual hotel to like try and find it but I think we just have to go out to the beach or something. Yeah, it's on, it's on the on, it's on the pier. Yes. So, yeah, we're going there. We're go we gotta go there. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, we definitely need to. Mark and I are gonna go onto the floor a little bit later. We're gonna go check out some stuff. Um, he definitely. There's this amazing Lego booth that's in the style of a blockbuster, which is fascinating. And we all know that's not on strike, so I can freely talk about all those things. So. <laughs> where, where did you all go before this? Uh, so before this, we were we were trying to find the Bob's Burgers stuff. So instead, we actually ended up in there's a video games thing also in the hotel, free. You don't even need a pass to get in, but you can play video games. Like there's a new game out. Um, I can't remember the name. It's like it's not Metal Gear Solid, but it was something like metal. Uh, and then they also have Resident Evil 4 that you can play. Mark and I played Street Fighter 4. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh it's so it's so great you just go in no pass needed okay. and you just go play video games okay. um, so yeah that, that is also one of the things that I absolutely love about Comic-Con is because there's so many activations and things outside that you can interact with and
right, so it's day three of Comic-Con. We're on Saturday. And Nico, former guest of the podcast, but also current guest of the podcast, tell me, what was your thoughts on what you were just telling me? Oh, well, first of all, major shout-out to Geekscape for having a trans woman author at their booth. Super allies. Love that. Also, I'm loving I Never Knew... Comic Con was so inclusive. Inclusive for like fat people, neurodivergent, trans people. Just, it's a very safe space for anyone who's ever felt different on the real. On the real. That is, it's, on the real, real. Yeah. It's, also, anyone got to connect for one of those party boats? Nico's looking and we'll DJ next year at Comic Con should you need a good DJ hit me up I'm DJing outside lands this year what what hey tell the people where they can follow you they could follow me at dat d-a-t DJ Nico on the old IG on the IG DJ Nico all right we'll give you more updates as we go I want your DJ. All right. Now, continuing the same conversation I was just having with Nico, our Mark's thoughts. Go ahead. About what? What you were just talking about. Oh, man. I was just saying, Comic-Con's this beautiful place where you can let your geek flag fly. And it should be a safe space. And you shouldn't be subject to bullying because of your geek fetish, what you love. And... I don't know, there was an instance of that the other day, and it's really stuck in my crawl because people come here to express themselves and be a part of that fandom for a brief moment out of their year. They get to do that, and they should feel completely safe and completely supported for that because we're all here letting our geek flag fly and embracing the things that we love. What are we walking by right now? Uh, I can't tell you. It's a Warner Brothers property. Okay, well then, this screw that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it is amazing. It's really cool. Anyway, I'm just saying, yo, uh, let your geek flag fly and um, respect everybody else's right to do the same because that's why we're here. We're a community. We're supposed to be safe and supportive. I love it. All right. Oh, there's a couple of Frenchies who I'm a big fan of. All right, we're back again, and we have a friend here that is dressed like the most amazing Aang from the Avatar The Last Airbender. My friend, what's your name? Hello, my name's Alvin. Alvin, where can people find you? This is an incredible costume. We're going to post a photo on the Instagram feed, but, like, this is such a great costume. Do you do this often? Uh, yeah, a bit. But I don't have a social media, like... No social media no. or anything. No. Dude! Oh, that is Buddhist as fuck right now. <laughs> That's so awesome. Do you do this all the time at Comic-Con? Yeah, yeah. I usually dress up as, like, Aang mostly, but I'll dress up as other characters from Avatar. I've done Zuko, Sokka, I have Appa. That's fantastic, man. Is there any way that people can support what you do or, or like, find something for you to, like, just show the love for what it is you do? No, I just, just hang out. You. Yeah, just gotta find me. And you gotta find <laughs> just, me. And just, and, just, and just take a selfie in school. Okay, sounds okay. good. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And um, this is an incredible costume. Thank you so much for your art, dude. Thank you. Tech company. Okay. Icons is a tech company. And uh, oh, great. We, we've partnered with uh, Amar Chitragada, with, which is one of the oldest magazines in uh, or, uh, you know, comics for children in yeah. India. Okay, cool. 
So we've made uh, Supandi and Shambhu into 3D uh, characters here. They're amazing. Yeah. It, like, this is so cool. What we're seeing right now is sort of like a 3D shadow box in a way, but we've got an animation that is just running at us yeah. right now. It's really it's cool. Crazy. It's I mean, really well done. Eventually, uh, the plan is to, you know, in the next couple of months, we are going to integrate this with uh, AI. So you'll be able to talk to them and they'll tell you the stories themselves directly. Wow. And it could be any character, you know. For Right now, we've done it for these guys, but it could be a Batman or a Spider-Man and then more interactive that way. I love it. Yeah, that's fantastic. Okay. Do you mind if I get your name and, like, where we can follow you guys? Yeah, it's uh, Bhargav Tautiredi. You can follow us at icons.club. And that is I-K-O-N-Z, icons.club. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you so much for talking with us. Welcome back. It's Marie, and I'm here at the LBO Let's Be Onyx booth with none other than the one of the creators. Are you the, your creator? Which one are you? I'm I'm the sculptor uh, at Let's Be Onyx. One of the co-founders, um, and I'm also the sculptor for uh, Dope, depicting our people's excellence. I love that. I love that. Wh wh where'd that come from? My wife, uh, Ashley, <laughs> my wife Ashley named uh, Dope and created that acronym and also she named uh, Let's Be Onyx and created that acronym as well. How long have you been in the game? I've been sculpting for about like 10 years now. Wow. Um, but as like full time, full time maybe, maybe seven. I love it, I love it. And so what was the inspiration for the uh, Harriet Tubman? Of the Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer piece. Um, I'm actually a fine artist in Philadelphia. Okay. So when I was doing an exhibition for Black History Month, I came across Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer and I said, wow, I made all these pieces of people that were real from Langston Hughes and Maya Angelou. I love that. So I said, you know what? You know what? I want to do one something different. And this is a special piece, and it's but still based off of he. I said, I like how he took someone that was already a badass superhero yep. and, made, and made her more of a badass yep. superhero. So I sculpted the piece, and then I sent a picture to him saying, you know, can I get two copies of your comic book so I can sit it with this in an exhibition so people know that I didn't create it? Yeah. And ever since then, you know, we've been cool and tight, and he decided, like, in the future, if I ever did a toy line, or if he ever did a toy line, he wanted me to, to be the one that did do it. I love that. I know you've got a Kickstarter going. How can the people find you? Um, you can find the, the Kickstarter or the links at Corey Hanzo on Instagram or at Celebrate Dope or go to www.celebratedope.com and the Kickstarter section is right there. I love it. Thank you so much. It, it's Your work is dope. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so we're here with David Crownson. Am I saying that right? Yes, David Crownson. You're right, yes. The creator, writer and creator of Harriet Tubman. Demon Slayer. Where did this come from? Uh, I just wanted to scare racists. No, no. I'm not <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> well, 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 well that, that's true, but uh, basically I was on vacation and I was watching a, a Harriet Tubman documentary and 
after the documentary ended, this martial arts film, uh, this legendary martial arts film, Crouch, Tiger, Hidden Dragon, came on. Yes. And, uh, well, it was like the ending scene where there's like a ton of fight scene with Michelle Yeoh and Zhang Zi. And then when that ended, uh, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters came on, and it was a terrible film. I hated it. I did not like that movie. Yeah, it was so mad. It was so mad. Me, a grown man, wrote a journal entry about it. I was just journaling about my day. I was like on some eat, pray, love stuff. Like, freaking, 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 like, like Carrie from Sex in the City, just writing in my journal. And then uh, three things stood out in my journal, like stream of conscious thing. And it was Harriet Tubman, Katana fight scene, and witch hunters. And I was like, wait, like what if Harriet Tubman knew martial arts like Crouching Tiger and beats up a racist werewolf? And, and here that. we are. <laughs> I love that. How many volumes? Is it, how many volumes do you have? This is the first volume of six chapters. There's going to be more. Um, there's also going to be a TV show that's in development right now. At that's right. Yes, yes. Prentice Penning is my uh, executive producer and producing partner on it. He made Insecure. And uh, we're on a break right now. We're on strike. But uh, when the strike... Woo woo! Yes. Woo woo! That's right. <laughs> pay us billionaires. Yeah, pay them. That's right. I drove a 2010 Mazda to be here. Right. Some <laughs> of us are still wondering where our residuals are. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> It's like, get it, get, get it together, Hollywood. I love it. So where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at D. Crownson, and you can also buy Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer at, uh, at kingwoodcomics.com. And we're also going to release it nationwide starting in September 13th okay. with 12 different variant covers by Nicholas Draper Ivy, Kari Randolph, and a bunch of black comic book creators. I love that. That's right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, David. I, it was so nice to meet you. I, I'm getting a shirt just so I can remember. Yes, get a shirt. Text. Hey, this is a book signing. Get a book. No, no, no. Get a book. <laughs> we'll get them all. Yeah. All right, we're back at Comic-Con right now. I've got a buddy right here who's in full-on Cora gear and a tattoo to match. Man, do you mind uh, if I get your name, like where people can find you? Uh, Ambrosio. Uh, I don't have much of a social media presence. I can let you know afterwards, though. No problem. No um, problem at all. Yeah, she. I'm just a favorite character of mine. I've always been a huge fan of Avatar, um, and I absolutely love the original series. She was always just a bit more relatable to me. Like, Aang is a great character, but he's just a little too perfect. Like, it was... Korra makes mistakes, you know? She has a more relatable existence, and that always kind of just sung more true to me. Yeah. She's a little less Buddhist and a little bit more, like, relatable. Yeah, <laughs> admittedly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, for real, for real. I totally understand that. That's amazing. How's your convention been? It's been really good, actually, so far. This is my second day here, and uh, this is definitely more populated than it was yesterday. I've wondered if, because of the actor strikes and that kind of thing, if there was going to be more. Um, so yesterday was a little bit less, but today it seems like a regular Comic-Con, honestly. Very busy. Yeah. It's incredibly busy. The floor is packed right now. How's it going, man? Have a good convention. Um, yeah, it's it's been phenomenal, and it's kind of nice. It feels like it's getting back to just the comics and like the actual fans and yeah, lore. It kind of does, honestly. I was in a panel earlier with um, the previous editor-in-chief of and he said a similar thing. He was talking about how the lesser amount of people here it allows you to be a little bit more as he mentioned we kind of lost that intimacy that you know had previously been there but things got bigger and bigger and it's a little bit more about the material now but honestly either way it's a great time 
It is, yeah. it is. And you big studios, pay your writers, pay your actors. And thank you so much for joining us. Is there any info that you can give anybody uh, if they want to find you? Um, R.H.D underscore at Instagram, I think, yeah. Killer, killer. We'll get it out there. Well, thank you so much for letting me interview you. Thank you very All right. Much. All right, we're back here at Comic-Con. We just met one amazing friend right now. Please introduce yourself. Let us know who you are, if you'd like, or stay anonymous, whatever you want. Hello, uh, so I am a media, uh, advertising, sales rep, account executive with 15 years experience and quite a number of layoffs, so. Dude, and we, if nothing else, the two of us understand and know layoffs. Tell me about your most le recent layoff, how it went, and like, what was the most egregious thing that happened during that layoff? Uh, most recent layoff was uh, 2019. Uh, at end of 2019. Um, so, okay, so the most egregious thing, sorry, I'm a few drinks in, it is Comic-Con. Hey, we all are. It's Nerd <laughs> Vegas, we get it. Okay, so, um, and this was actually a company that I really enjoyed working at, um, made good money. I was working remote before it was in, and I'm, I'm doing air quotes, before it was in. Um, and the funny thing is, that I had just, they had just sent me out to like a annual company retreat in, in the Midwest. I live in Florida. And so they, they bring everybody out and you know, they, they fly you out there, they put you up, they, you do the sales trainings and then you go to happy hour every day. It's like a four day thing, right? And it's like, it's going great. We're talking about sales goals for the coming year, what we're gonna focus on. And then um, I get back on Monday, and on Tuesday they call me, and they're like, yeah, we're, we're, we gotta let you go. Why are you kidding me? That happened that quickly? <laughs> yeah, so immediately I'm like, well, if you knew you were, you didn't decide yesterday that you were gonna let me go, why'd you even fly me out there and have me doing all this schmoozing and, you know, and they're like, well, you know, sometimes it's just kind of, you know, timing, and I'm like, all right. However, I will say um, they gave me a very generous severance, which I then negotiated for a bit more. Good for you. Because uh, we're in sales, right? So you always got to push. You always got to ask for something more. Tell, so, tell us uh, one of your tricks. Like, How do you keep that mentality of, like, Here, here's what I deserve to earn in that whole thing? Oh, 100%. Uh, don't ask, don't get. Okay. That's the okay. rule, right? Especially in sales. Like... You have to ask for what you want. You have to be able to negotiate. Um, uh, there's a lot of good salespeople out there that they, they're great at selling clients, but then they don't negotiate for themselves, right? And the negotiation part is gonna happen when you're getting hired, right? It's at the very beginning. Because once you're in, you're in. They got you for what they got you. And you might have left $5,000 on the table if you didn't ask for it. So uh, that's just kind of like my, my number one rule in life. You have to ask for what you want. Um, you don't know what's negotiable unless you ask for it, you know? You don't ask, you don't get. I love that so much. Thank you so much for that. Is there anywhere that people can follow you, find you, or uh, get in touch with you? Uh, sure. So uh, actually on the side, I'm a big comic book seller. So I'm on Instagram at Comics. That's N-E-O-G-E-E-O-H comics with an X. 
and uh, same name on Facebook as well. Killer. Make sure you guys follow him and find out what happens next. Thanks so much. All right. <laughs> Jeff, we have a serious question to ask you. And it's really going to determine whether or not we can keep talking to you. <laughs> is it J-E-F-F or is it G? I, I already know. It's both. Okay. Yes, it's J-E-F-F like an adult. Okay, and the markers do match the drapes. If yes. it was G-E-O-F-F, I'd be out of here. Yeah, I know. I'm not trying to. G-G-F-O. I'm not trying to. Yeah, I don't need no fucking Joffrey-looking motherfucker. <laughs> what are we doing? Cheers! Yeah. He's paid his dues. Cheers to the dues! To the dues! To the dues! To the Get off his fucking back, man. Let's This is the last night at Comic-Con. I just want to get one last thing. Yeah. What was the noise? <laughs> that was the sound of me trying to get out of that goddamn bit. Yeah, but we didn't hear on the podcast, so could you just recreate that one more time? Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Is this the last one? Okay, go ahead. Okay, what is the noise you just made? Yeah, I mean, test yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, let's let's have you test out the bed that I the bed that I am in. Go ahead and uh, I want. To- <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more. One more time for the listeners at home. Jesus. I think my parents are going to wake up. Sorry. Sorry. I'm so sorry to the Elsister family, but also we all know. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, Comic Con your fuck out and good night. Comic Con out. <laughs> Comic Con out. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.